Welcome to the Cycles of Radiance podcast, a weekly conversation tailored for Gen X Black women and women of color who balance faith, family, friendship, career, and love. Through storytelling and laughter, we embrace the triumphs, challenges, and aspirations experienced by women of color. Your hosts, Joanna Kemper, Dana Middleton, and Stacey Givens, are faith-filled entrepreneurial women who are redefining success on our journey towards well-being. Find us on Instagram at Cycles of Radiance. Seriously, I said it jokingly earlier, but no, challenge accepted. Like literally, I still don't want your little paper, but (laughs) challenge accepted. With that in mind, Dana, are you thinking of a particular word for 2024 to help you with all that? Do you even believe in that? No, I do. I absolutely do. And I have not been able to settle on one word. So what I was able to narrow it down to was I am. Hmm. And what does that mean? Um, because I can't, I can't separate all of these different things that I am, depending on who walks in the room or the task at hand or, you know, but what I can do is control how I process that I am. Um, and so if I am doing all of these things, am I tired? Am I sick of it? Or am I? capable of pushing through it? Am I capable of streamlining and creating a system that works for me? Am I capable of of mandating the support from the people around me instead of saying, I got it and just doing it and sometimes harboring some resentment because I'm doing it. You mm-hmm. know, like it's easier to do it than just to say, hey, I don't care if you like it or not. I need you to do this. Um, and that's not, that's been my method, not always the best method. So it's breaking down what I am, uh, what I am giving life to in a number of roles and responsibilities and instances, um, to try to get to a point where I feel like I can handle all of it and not just handle all of it, but enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's that's what I that's what I came up with. What is this I am? Um, well, I mean, I think in mind and spirit. Go yeah, cuz we've all been on that's how we started this journey, right? Of we mm-hmm. trying to do all the things and not putting the right boundaries and it's not successful. So when you say like, yeah, I, I my MO is to just go ahead and do it. <clears throat> push through it and get it done. I think you've realized, oh, well, that's not exactly the best method and it doesn't Mm -hmm. serve my body and my mind and my spirit. So Mm -hmm. how do I reassess that? So it sounds like you're also kind of inviting yourself into yourself to Mm -hmm. understand how am I existing and thriving or not thriving in all these different facets of my life? Yeah. So, I mean, in, in, in what ways am I speaking lack, you know, yeah. whether I mean to or not, 
Um, because I, I 100% believe that we have the power to create and that we are responsible for how we respond, um, for what we create for ourselves. And some of the things that we don't even think about that we just kind of automatically say, how is that showing up? You know, how is that showing up in life? The things that I say I want, am I really acting towards those or am I buzzing, complaining over here, even though this is what I'm saying I want? And the the the, the two, they don't they don't match. Mm-mm. So I'm trying to play a better match game. It's almost like how do your daily Um, I mentioned this on Instagram. It's like we design goals or we have wants, desires, but then our daily rhythms don't align with those Mm -hmm. goals and desires. And then we get frustrated because we're not achieving them. And it's like, well, when you look at the day-to-day, how we operate day-to-day, it's not matching up. It's It's not matching. So you got to fix that. Yep. And today I just have been, you know, put in a position where I have to add your ass is going to hurt to the list. Yeah. And okay. Bet. <clears throat> I hope, <laughs> I mean, you could order a cushion. Could order a cushion. Could. Could order saying. a cushion. For my outdoor I mean, bike, I have a larger che- saddle. Oh, there you go. See? I love the technical terminology. Hmm. Accepting the challenge doesn't mean that you have to like really be tortured through it. You could find a way to maybe, I don't know, get a cushion, Dana. <laughs> she said a cushion. See, the- get a cushion. just get a cushion. Let's get a cushion. Get you a cushion. Get you a cushion. Get a cushion to, to support my other cushion. That's what we there you hey. go. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. You know, yeah. Your, cush- your cushion wasn't designed for that kind of. Not in that triangle. It's a very tiny triangle. It's, I mean, you know what? It know. is not designed for. Never mind. I'm not gonna say. It. It's the truth. It is the truth. It is again. <clears throat> who was who was designing these seats? Who who was designing the seat? Because yeah. they didn't they didn't they didn't look yeah. like me, baby. They didn't, they they were not carrying around the the trunk I carry. I tell you that <laughs> they didn't have these biscuits and jelly and, and syrup that I serve mm-hmm. on a, what they, they didn't have that. No, no, they did not. They had that. two pieces of wonder. <laughs> yes. And I had some fluffy biscuits heat with jelly. You hear me? So yeah, it's a whole different thing. Like who's who's design who's in the room designing y'all? Because you don't you're not thinking about the wide swath of people who who need a particular design. You know, sure, it, it, right? Like exercise is not comfortable. We know that. We know that growth is not comfortable. It, it's tearing down something. It's breaking through um, to grow. We know that. But it, to your point, Jay, it doesn't mean that it has to be like this painful um, mm-hmm. throughout the process. You know, I'm saying to a friend of mine as we were talking about growth yesterday, um, I was thinking about trees and how you you drive by, you know, like especially in older neighborhoods, you see buckled sidewalks and buckled driveways 
and you see these massive trees in the yard. And it's because the tree has made room. The tree said, I'm going to grow no matter what's in the way. And the tree pushes through concrete. I was like, that's, that's a powerful root right there. To push through concrete mm. and buckle a sidewalk to continue to grow. And I yeah. thought, well, damn. damn. If a tree is determined to not be stifled and continue to grow upward, that it will push through concrete, then I'm willing to push through some things to grow. Um, And I, I was realizing it's growth is not, it is not this flowery term that is often used. Like, are you growing are you growing? You want to grow. Like, and we say it like, it's just like, it's organic. It's a beautiful thing. Right. Like, like that, like no effort is required. And I'm like, it's that's a, a damn lie. Commercial. Okay. Okay. People skipping around waving tampons and maxi pads and jumping in the pool. And I'm like, that is this, y'all stop lying. No. Stop lying. No. Stop telling people that you, you want to grow. Let's all grow together as though it doesn't require effort and intentionality, as though you are not going to be breaking through concrete. You are, if you choose to grow. That it, it, again, it's a choice, right? You can choose to stagnate and be like, yeah, well, you know what? I'm just going to let my roots just kind of fold into themselves. You could do that. You could um, do that. But I don't, I, I don't think that that's how we're designed, though. I think we are really and truly designed to be willing to break through some things, to tear some things down. When he when he put that out there about the definition, the Greek definition of of growth, it just it it threw me because I'm like that is not how we talk about growth at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even when people say it about their job, I'm not growing at work. Well, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Does that are you breaking down some barriers? Are you tearing right. down some obstacles? This relationship isn't growing. Okay, well, mm. Mm, then then you're not putting in the effort because if you were, then some things would be torn down and torn out. You would be cutting through some concrete. So I just, I don't know. For me, it was just, um, he, I, I was reflecting on it. Like he, my pastor just, he, he, he threw a wrench in there for me. Mm. You know, he was like, he talked about the boy Jesus and he said, you know, he's like, we, we hear about Jesus when he's like 12 or whatever. And then we don't really see him again until he's 30. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. like, but he had to grow. And he says, the Bible says he grew in stature and in favor with God and with man. Mm-hmm. And that's when he dropped the Greek on us about what growth was. He's like, if Jesus grew, don't you have to grow? Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm about, let me pack my purse and leave. <laughs> this, is, okay. this was amen. heavy. And amen. Right. I think right. also that definition puts the onus back on us to grow. Versus expecting our external circumstances to change mm-hmm. for us. We are the ones that have to cause the change mm-hmm. and grow. Mm-hmm. So I think that definition is great. It just puts the onus back on us, which is empowering in some ways. It is. I mean, and, that, and that's, you're right. Because if you look at it for what it is, you know, people are are, are quick to complain. I've, I've done this, you know, so I say people, but I've done this. We are in where those people. We We're are people. those people. 
mm-hmm. where we're quick to complain and be like, I don't have control over something mm-hmm. or this isn't working for me because somebody else we're so externally driven. We're mm-hmm. externally motivated. We allow everything that's going on outside of ourselves to shape us without recognizing number one, our power, our control and our responsibility because it's us. Everything I couldn't say, I, I, I have the best excuse in the world. That seat makes my ass hurt. Well, no, that's not a good excuse. Not with Stacey. There's no, (laughs) there's no good excuse for anything because anything that you want, that desire is strong. And that's an indicator of something that you need to do. So you can either honor it or you can ignore it, but you 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 get the rewards and the consequences of whatever Stacy the choice is, whatever mm-hmm. choice you make. But it comes back on us mm-hmm. every time. Absolutely. I don't care Absolutely. what the man ain't doing. I don't care <clears throat> what the husband ain't cleaning. The shit comes back on us, one way or another. One way Absolutely. or another. I yeah. love thinking about how how nature responds to just the the challenges, right? <laughs> Nature was, the, when I look at trees, I, I have to say, like, I, I'm fascinated at times by what trees will do. Because <clears throat> if you drive down your street and you notice that there's like a, um, you know, the telephone poles and the, the, the lines running through the poles and you'll see mm-hmm. how the tree has grown around it. Around it. Especially yeah. when it's like in the winter, because you can actually see how the branches, branches have just folded themselves around the power lines. And I, I find it so fascinating. They are going to find a way mm. to continue the upward movement. They don't stop. They move up and then they branch out and then they continue to grow up. Meanwhile, their roots are going down deeper and then, like I said, breaking through concrete. And I just find it so fascinating that even when it's windy, even when it's raining, even when there's a hurricane, even when there's some sort of a storm, the tree is still standing tall and it's still going to grow. It's going to do what it needs to do. And I'm like, we're, we're so similar. Like, all the stuff that happens to a tree happens to us, right? We, we're affected by wind. We're affected by rain. We're affected by storms. Sometimes they catch us off guard where we weren't expecting a flash storm or flash flood in Texas in June. And here it comes. But we still have to figure out a way to stand tall in the midst of all of that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm fascinated at how a, a tree is, is going to do what it's supposed to do no matter what. No matter it's what, go stand there and go. There's a line right there. I can't get around it. But exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's not going to be bothered by, well, you know, the, the rain. There's just so much rain, or the snow, or you know, the 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 ice has has formed on its branches, and the branches break off, and the tree is like, yep, I guess I lost a branch. There's so many branches in my yard right now, and it happens every year that the branches mm-hmm. fall off. But the tree still grows. It's cleansing itself. Right? Like, it's not like it's losing. I mean, even as it's losing something, it's still producing other things. Something, yeah. So I don't know. It's it's, it's roots keep on deepening. So I guess when we talk about humans, it's like, how are we getting more rooted? And then what are we getting more rooted in to strengthen us so we can continue that upward growth? 
regardless of the circumstances, what's going on, whatever happens, we're still finding our way upwards. But the only way to do that is to really get, we got to get stronger foundationally in our Mm -hmm. roots, right? So that we can have the strength and the resilience to grow, the strength and the resilience to shed, shed, shed. (laughs) <laughs> and, 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 and to and, absorb you know to grow and recognizing it as a shed and not a loss because yes. there's no void nature abhors a void right so even though you see this thing fall off and it's in the yard you know there's something right there behind it that's healthier that's better but we're so often focused on damn all these branches in my yard my tree losing shit is it is there a problem and now i gotta clean it up you know, mm-hmm. instead of the fact that, ah, look, there's about to be something new coming from that shed. Yes. Perspective is a mug. Yes. Mm. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Mm. The one year my um, sprinkler system went out, I didn't realize it wasn't working. And I started to notice that the tree in my front yard was browning and I started to panic. I was like, oh, my gosh, my tree is dying. And a friend of mine was like... Um, he has become, well, that's another topic for another day. Somebody that I ran into at church who I was in need of help. And I was looking around for somebody to help me. And I was like, that man right there looks like he knows stuff. Older man, white hair. I said, he knows some stuff. I'm going to ask this man to help me. And it was, a, it was an example of the Lord saying, you have not because you ask not. Mm-hmm. You said, I need help. And he's standing right there. You better ask for help. That man and his wife have become so important in my life. This has been probably three years. So anyway, he had come by and I was like, what am I going to do? Look at my tree. He said, oh, you just need to water it. It's going to be fine. Just water it. Just get the sprinkler system fixed. The the browning leaves will turn green again. Just water it. And I thought about that and he was right. You know, and it's, there is a reserve in the soil right? There, there, there's a reserve of moisture in the soil. There, there's still water in the roots. It's not that they're completely dry. They're just not getting enough moisture. And so to your point, Jay, of like, what are we rooted in? Like there, there's still moisture in our roots, right? There's still some moisture there. There's still some nutrients, but it's not enough. And so you can start to see it because there, the, the growth, there's some browning of the leaves. Our tips are not as green as they mm. used to be. And I, I don't know, there's just something about looking at what's happening in nature. Like I have plants in my house and I start looking at their, I'm like, what's going on with you? Why are you, why are you browning? Something's happening. I, I need to get inside this soil and figure out what's going on with you because you're not looking, you're not thriving the way you were before. The leaves aren't perky the way they were before. One of the stems is up like this and the other one has bent over to the side and I'm like, something's something's not right are you not getting enough sun because part of you seems to be okay but then the other part of you is all leaning to the side Mm. what do i need to do differently so again when i'm looking at my plants that way and looking at the trees in my yard that way and i'm looking at my body i'm like there's some inputs here something's got to change there's a combination of things and i don't think it's 1500 things I think it's a handful of things. Mm -hmm. And when that combination is right, that there's growth, Mm -hmm. right? Again, growth, 
the the pulling away of something, the tearing down of barriers so that there's there's an experience there. And I'm convinced of it. I am absolutely convinced. I'm like, Stacey, what are the, what's the combination for you? And it's different for every person, just like it's different for every tree. Every person needs a different set of inputs. I could decide, hey, I need to do two a day cardio, morning weight train, and a clean diet for a period of time. And someone else would try it and it, it doesn't work for them because they're a different tree. They're a different body. They're a different chemical makeup. Mm-hmm. So also different what, seasons. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in different seasons, that tree needs different things, right? Yes. So just like us. Yes. I think sometimes we get stuck on this one set of ingredients and it turns out, okay, well, that's what you need right now. But then maybe a year or two from now, you need to reassess that and change the ingredients, which is why mm-hmm. that shedding process is so important so that you can make room for the things that are actually going to sustain you and help you grow. We really need to do the garden within because this is all tying together no, you're, into it, that yeah, book. Absolutely. Um, that we are, we are nature because we were designed by God who created nature and created us. And so just like he says that you can tell that someone is a believer by the fruits of the spirit, right? We can tell if we're in good well-being, you know, if we are generating the fruit. And when we're not generating the fruit, we're turning kind of stale, <laughs> kind of brown, kind of stuck, mm-hmm. kind of frustrated. We, we're just not generating the fruit. And so instead of looking externally for what can I fix, it's like, okay, well, let me check my root system here. Mm-hmm. And see attention. what needs pay attention. Let's see what needs to be nurtured here at the root. So then it, the whole being can flourish mm-hmm. versus just trying to take care of the exterior. Cause you can spray some green on it and it'll be fine, but <laughs> it'll look fine. Right. It'll look fine. Yeah. It'll look green, but it's not well, right. It's the brown yeah. is still going to show up. So the same thing with us, like we try to cover it up, you know, the symptoms, but we're not taking care of the root problem. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So. I, I I have the physical book and then I got it on Audible because I was like, again, if I'm going to be doing my mm-hmm. evening cardio, I can mm-hmm. listen to it while I'm out walking. But I, I think that um, to your point of, of we can spray stuff on it, you know, which I think is, is something that we tend to do. We put creams on things. We put lotions on things. We t- put potions on things. But it's the inside that needs the cleansing. Right. You can do all of the surface topical cleansing you want, but if the inside isn't cleaned out, then the outside will never match ever. Ever. You'll have to use that much more. Exactly. And and the issues will shine through. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. You see people who have put on cakes of makeup trying to cover up certain things. And I'm like, well, you might want to go inside. You might want to figure out what's going on in that gut. You may want to figure out what are you eating that is causing the skin issues. Because again, it's about the inputs. What and you put in is what you get out. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's so simple, but it's so hard to grasp and remember. But it's so and simple. execute. Yeah. Like we just don't, we don't execute it consistently. It's the things that our parents told us though, right? 
our parents yeah. told us growing up, most parents will tell you, stop eating all that candy. Most parents will tell that. you, I don't see any vegetables on your plate. Most parents will tell you that's a whole lot of bread, but I don't see anything green. Um, and, and they're telling us this as we're children and we don't listen. We don't, we, cause we're kids, right? Kids don't, they, they don't pay attention to that. They don't listen to their parents. They, they like the sweet stuff. They don't they listen like to what you say, stuff. but they look at your plate. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. And then we get grown <laughs> so, and we're yeah. now we're paying people to tell us what our parents told us. Already told us. Right. We're, we're paying somebody to tell us how to eat. And our parents told us that when we were five, when we were eight, yeah. when we were 12, but we get 40 and we're shelling out money for someone to tell us about macronutrients. Our parents told us that in very plain term, rudimentary, they told us in very plain terms. You know what? This is send me the list. Go on, put the list. She gotta email. add to that list, like a whole food section for macros and a little check. Okay, send the okay. list. Did you eat yes. your vegetables today? Yeah. Okay. Did they would tell you to drink water, right? When they tell you, they tell you stop drinking all that soda, and they would tell you to drink some water. When they tell the you water. that. Mm. And we, but we went. Then later on in life, we're like, well, I read this book that says that I have to drink eight ounces right. of water every hour. Well, your parents told you that. It's not revolutionary, right. y'all. It's not. We didn't. We didn't right. light upon something new. They already told us that. They knew. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we watched them with their skin looking just fabulous, and we couldn't figure right. out why. It was couldn't not prawns, cold cream. Right. They were eating <laughs> things that were were from the earth mm-hmm. early on. Now, I know our diet wasn't great. You know, as a whole, I get that. But just thinking about the things that, that I was taught that I, I let go of that I'm now having to come back to when they said, go to bed, right? Jay is quick to go tell bed. me that you need to just lay down. You need to rest. But think about how many times your parents would say that to you. Like yeah. she told one of the babies at the other day, babe girl came to the door. Jay turned around and was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Go lay down. Yeah. I said, Jay, <laughs> Jay's answer is, is forever going to be go lay down. You over there rubbing go your eyes, down. go lay down. You look tired. Go lay down. <laughs> look like you about to fuss. Go lay down. Right. right. And our parents, did, didn't your parents <laughs> tell you that? Didn't your grandparents tell you that when you, you were, you mad. were right. You would, you would be keyed yeah. up with a sibling or mad about something, yeah. your toy broke or whatever. And they were quick to tell you, you need a nap and you didn't yeah. want to, but you went to go lay down and you fell straight to sleep. Went straight, straight to sleep. sleep. Straight to know? sleep. You've been Listen. tired. I got a story from yesterday. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know how many times I stood in my in our old house, six years old, I could come out of my room, stand in the hall, and look straight into the family room to watch the Jeffersons. They came on at 8 o'clock. Past my bedtime. <laughs> and I'm trying to watch the Jeffersons. And now, I, now I realize that she knew a lot yeah. of times yeah. Yeah, that I was standing there. But she also knew, and this is true to this day, once I start getting irritable, take your ass to bed. My husband will tell me today, you need to go to bed. And I'm like, leave me alone. I'm fine. (laughs) And lo and behold, if I don't have one just like me and she was up, but she's a night owl like me. So she was up yesterday and I could just see it in her. It was nine o'clock yesterday morning. She said, I'm stay up all day. I'm trying to get my uh, sleep schedule back. No, the hell you're not. We're not not here with you. Not here. (laughs) No, ma'am. 
I will blame a lot of things on my husband, but that nastiness when you're sleepy, I own it. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. And it's real stuff. But that's been my thing. I don't want to go to sleep. I might miss something. It's y'all are laughing and I'm not there. I can't take a nap. You know? But at the same time, I'm about to cry because you're so I sleepy. washed something pink with my white clothes and now I'm mad. No, just go to sleep. Just go to yes. sleep. You're overreacting because you need yes. rest. Right. <laughs> yeah. That I say it so much because this is an ongoing lesson for me. You know, when somebody asks you, like, what is a lesson that God is constantly trying to show you? Um, you don't get it. Or they say the universe, but we know what they mean. And so for me, it's just put it down and go lie down. Like mm. I'm notorious to be like, well, I could push this or I could just finish this one more thing and then I'll go lie down or I could just do, you know, this. And and so yesterday was a prime example. My shoulder is in dire pain. I have <laughs> the ice pack and everything. And I'm sitting there trying to type <laughs> and do this whole document that I'm trying to work on. And finally, I just hear this voice say, like, Joanna, please just lie down. Because <laughs> I, I could not make headway on the document because I, I needed creativity and it was not coming. I was trying to force it. And I was like, Joanna, go walk around. So I did that. I walked around the house a little bit. I drank more water. I had the tea and I sat back down. I was trying. I had tried like now for hours. Finally, it's like, the, oh my gosh, my stubbornness. Finally, I heard that voice and I was like, you know what? Let me just for once listen. Hmm. So I put it all down and I went and lie down on the couch, put the kiki on, so called blanket here, and just lie down. And I immediately zonked out, right? And I woke up and I finally felt some relief. Hmm. And that voice was like, I was trying to tell you all day. Yeah. that you needed rest you should have just done it from the beginning because <laughs> yeah. you got nothing accomplished today you spent five hours fighting and you, all you needed was a 45 minute nap and now you're good and yeah and now i can't use the time right because right now i'm gonna be moving on to other things but it was just i said the constant lesson that god is trying to show me like just can you just lie down in faith and believe that it's gonna be fine mm-hmm. just lie down because you need some sleep right now that, that so, shift yeah. from from what society expects to what God expects you to do. Yes. The reward is so much richer and instantaneous. Instantaneous, girl. Instantaneous. Girl, the stubbornness is deep, though. Mm. Mm. It's so it deep. Mm-hmm. It is. So, yeah, that's why I'm always saying it to people because I know I need it. Mm-hmm. Quick, quick and in a hurry to tell somebody to go lay down. I do. I do because I see it. And then I'm like, Joanna, this is for you, too. You're like, you need to just go like, hey, and part of it is guilt too, as well. Like, yeah. oh, um, there's like all these other factors. It's a different conversation, but it's like you know all these different factors playing in your mind as to why you shouldn't lie down. And sometimes it's just like there's you're not going to get anything else accomplished. Exactly. And that's been my lesson. Like nothing else gets done. You just waste a whole bunch of time, and you get totally frustrated, even yes. more than you were in the beginning. Yeah. Yes. Just just lie down. Yes. If you're not going to produce it, if you're not going to do it, just go lie down. You might as well that's go right. to sleep. That's right. Because you can't think when your head is cloudy. Like I was realizing that this week because I I woke Mm -hmm. up Tuesday. Well, it was in the night, maybe 2 a.m. And my throat was sore. And I was like, oh, no. Here we go. Here we go. 
So Tuesday morning, I was like, just just go to work. So I get up, you know, suit up as we do. And my throat was sore all day. So I had made this brew, you know, lemons and and oranges and turmeric and pepper and the whole nine, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm drinking that throughout the day, ACV, all of this throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make a difference um, because Wednesday was worse. And I couldn't get my temperature regulated and the sinus and the this and the that and the this and the that. And so I messaged my sister and I was like, now, I was feeling fine when I saw you because I saw her on the 30th. And she was like, yeah, you were fine. And I'm like, and you're fine? She's like, yeah, I don't feel anything. And so, again, I'm like, what are the inputs? What's going on, Stacey? What did you eat? What did you do? Because it's not like I was, I felt like I was exposed to someone or something or some sickness mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm like, there's something going on inside, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, someone had messaged me. And I, my head was so foggy, right? Because it's, it, my sinuses are are inflamed and swollen. I was like, I can't even respond to this email because my head is cloudy. I can't hmm. think straight, you know. And I, I realized that that happens a lot. Trying to perform and produce and create um, with having a foggy, cloudy mind mm-hmm. is not going to work. I I have to have clarity. Like it can't be, you know, just, just this muddiness. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was in the bed all day, Wednesday, all day, Thursday. Um, Today is the first time I've actually gotten up and gotten dressed. Wow. So I was like, I don't have, I don't, I don't, I didn't have the mental acuity to do anything. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a lot to be said for, to your point about laying down, about resting, allowing the body to heal itself, mm-hmm. um, and really believing that the body can heal itself. Mm. We have been taught, mm. you know, so many things about medicines and automatically selecting a medicine. And I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not one of those people who's like, you know, don't get your meds or don't be vaxxed. That's not what I'm talking about. But I, I, I think there is a place and there's room to think about what are you putting inside of yourself that is causing the issues that you feel when it's a chronic thing you really do have to think about what the inputs are because it's easy to say oh I'll just take a Claritin I'll just take a Zyrtec Um, I'll just take these antibiotics but if you could switch your diet out, if you could create the right combos for you, should you try that as well as, right? I'm not saying just drop the Claritin or whatever. Um, but, and that, like I said earlier, that that's the space that I'm in is like, I, I want to know what's the right set for me because I know this isn't normal. And I think those are the other things that we have to think about. You know, when it's not normal, you know, when your plant yeah. isn't growing normally, you know when your body's not feeling normal. You know when your car isn't running right. If you put low-grade gas in your car and it's knocking, you know that you haven't put the right grade of gas in the car. You know you've put the right oil in your car because it's it's knocking. It isn't running right. You know when the tread on your tires is low because your your car is, is it's running funny and the road noise is loud. You're like, why is this car so loud? It's not usually this loud. Yeah, because it's your tires. And you start thinking about, okay, so what are the inputs? Or if it, if it runs a little bit wobbly, you're like, oh, 
I, I need to balance my tires. Oh, wait a minute. I need air in all of the tires. Mm-hmm. There's certain things, there's these indicators in life, I believe. And I think sometimes we blow past these indicators and we blow past them for so long until there's like a, a breakdown, mm-hmm. whether that's physically like just blowing past the indicator, like the body is like, mm, I don't feel so good. <laughs> I'm inflamed. Yeah. And we're like, you know what? I'm just, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to keep on going. And then all of a sudden the body's like, mm, it's yellow. Okay. It's red. And now we have to, now we really do have to lay down to your point, Jay, like, mm-hmm. because the body has said, you're not giving me the right stuff. Enough. Your car says the same thing. Your plants say the same thing. I would dare say that your kids probably say the same thing because you can see, wait a minute, they're not getting the right thing. They're, they're not, something, something's not right. This one's looking funny. This one's doing this. Okay, I need to do something different because this they're acting strange and this yeah. is a new behavior. And to your point, Jake, it's stages, right? I know my parents had to. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Our desire is to empower, support, and elevate you on this collective journey towards a fulfilled life. We invite you to connect and find community with us on Instagram as Cycles of Radiance. 